Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. So if you're not able to make that time, but you'd still like to hear the masterclass, you can purchase it and I will send it your way afterward. Um, The masterclass is all about how and where to get started with intuitive eating. So if you're new to these concepts and you're just feeling entirely overwhelmed and you're like, there was way too much going on here, what do I actually do? How do I start applying this stuff in a way that's going to feel impactful? Um, Yeah, this this masterclass would be perfect for you. Um, So like I said, you can... um, yeah, you can get the recording of it or you can join us live. The best way to register for it is to go to the link in my bio on Instagram, which is at the intuitive underscore RD. Click the link in my bio. It'll be one of the first links, masterclass registration, and you can do so there. All right, guys, let's go ahead and listen to my conversation with Molly. All right, Molly, we are good to go. So I would love to just start by having you introduce yourself, what you do, you know, give everyone listening kind of an idea of, of uh, what your thing is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Um, as you said, my name is Molly. Um, you may know me from Instagram as Molly Kate Wellness, and I'm an intuitive eating and body image coach. So I really love helping women learn how to radically accept themselves and their bodies so they can step into their most confident life because that's what we've always wanted, right? Like that's why we fell into diet culture because we wanted this happy, beautiful life that diet culture markets to us. Um, so I really teach women how to get that without needing to manipulate their bodies anymore. That is awesome. So cool. And I feel like you're like speaking to everyone listening to this podcast right now. (laughs) Um, so, okay. So obviously like for me, like body image ends up for so many of my clients feeling like this, like core thing that like, you know, they heal their relationship to food, like things are going a lot better, but like they're left with this like body image discomfort. And usually like the way I talk about it is like, that's when it rises to the surface, right? Like you give up food, using food as a coping skill and the body image is like there. So I'm just curious to like hear your thoughts on like why, I mean, you know, there's so many, so many things to talk about here, but like why body image is such a core concern for so many people. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I found with my practice as well. I started off coaching intuitive eating and it kept being the same sticking point was body image, body image, body image. And so I was coaching people on body image for years and I was like, okay, I'm just going to talk about just body image now because this is what I'm finding. Um, But the reason it's really the core issue is because if we didn't feel like our bodies were somehow wrong, we would have never gone on a diet in the first place, right? So diet culture is just kind of a symptom of a poor body image. Um, So that's really why it like continues to surface, why it continues to like be that sticking point is because you peel back that layer of dieting and your relationship to food. And what you find underneath there is this poor body image. And then really what you find underneath the poor body image is that like radical self-acceptance piece that isn't really there. Um, So that's really the work that I love to do is like, it ends up not actually being about your body. Um, It really ends up being about how can I radically love and accept myself as I am with all of my parts and not try to 
change myself while also wanting to be my best self. It's like this like interesting place to be. Yeah. That's so interesting. And yeah, it's such an onion. And I feel like that's often people are like, yeah, it's just, I need to fix how I feel about my body. I need to like learn to like my parts or whatever, like, right. Like be able to look in the mirror and be like, yes, I love what I'm seeing. And then there's this like deeper layer. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I want to, I'm actually just going to pull it up. I jotted it down, but I want to read a recent post of yours. I love um, it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so bad. I don't know how to find <laughs> like, how do I work this Instagram? Right, exactly. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Wait, I use this all the time. Um, all right. So yeah, no, I can't find it. I'm going to read it. Okay. So making your body smaller will not bring you the joy you are craving. Body size doesn't do that. Connection does. Play does. Love does. Vulnerability does. Invest your energy in these things. So can you just like speak to that a little bit? Yeah, totally. And it actually kind of speaks to like what I talked about before. Like the reason we like go on diets is because we see this imagery and this marketing around, well, when you have this body you want, you're going to get the partner you want and you're going to excel in your career and you're going to be as happy as you've ever been. And so it's really those things that we want, right? It's those things that we believe that weight loss is going to bring to us is our core desired feelings. And those core desired feelings are so valid. If you have gone on a diet because you want to have a really powerful partnership and you want to feel loved and accepted by your partner, valid, right? Like you deserve that. Um, If you went on a diet because you wanted to feel happier and more playful, valid, like you deserve that, right? So it's the question is, what did you believe that weight loss was going to bring into your life? And then how can we start to bring those things into our lives right now in this present moment in small ways so that you can start seeing evidence that, oh, I have access to these things right now, actually. Um, And the thing about weight loss is that um, I'm sure you've experienced this. I'm sure your clients have. I'm sure everyone listening has experienced this is you get like a quick spurt of that feeling, right? You lose that weight and you get a quick little spurt of it. I'm not going to deny that it's not there because it totally is. But the thing is that it doesn't last and it's not sustainable. Um, So you want to find a way to like feel that way, feel that happiness, feel that joy, feel that feeling, that emotional feeling of lightness in a more sustainable way that you can bring with you into your many seasons of life that are about to come your way. Um, And weight loss is just really not uh, the most efficient or sustainable way. Yeah. And that's what I think, uh, you know, ultimately people who are coming to the intuitive eating space, like find is like, you know, this is not, like you said, it's not sustainable. And really it backfires in a really awful way. And it doesn't provide, yes, it gives you some hit of like, whatever and it feels good for a moment but it's not really addressing those like deeper needs so it's never gonna be enough that's why you get to the weight and then you're like no i need to fix this or i need it a little bit lower or whatever it is right it's never gonna really serve that yeah absolutely and not to mention does it not only does it not meet those needs but it also takes away from some things that you were wanting right like if you were wanting connection i know for me that's like a huge one that like i really need like deep connection that's how i'm wired and i think many people are but i've just recognized for me like 
very important, right? And so when I was so deep in diet culture, for me, it was like being obsessive around clean eating. And so I could never enjoy myself in group settings because I was so worried about the food that was around me and trying to control myself that I was missing out on connection. I was isolating myself. And so not only does it not meet those needs, but it often like steals, steals other things away from you. It's, it's really a thief of joy, like in so many respects. Yes. So wild. So well put. So I'm curious, Molly, because you obviously are doing a lot of work in this body image space right now. Like, what do you see as like the biggest things that are popping up for clients around body image? Like when they're coming to you, like what are their primary struggles? Yeah. Um, Pictures. (laughs) Pictures is like one of the biggest um, triggers for people, especially if they tend to look at old pictures of when they were in a smaller body. That is like so triggering for people. Um, and so that's actually something we've been talking a lot in, in my group just recently. And one thing that I shared with them that they were like, Oh my gosh, I need to like tattoo that on my forearm so I can always see it is, um, just trying to remind ourselves that pictures were meant to capture moments. They weren't meant to capture body size. Ooh, that's good. That's that's what they're there for. And if you think about it, you're like, how weird would it be if pictures were just created to like capture what your body looks like? Like it's almost weird to kind of think about it that way. (laughs) Yes. I love that. That's such a great like reframe. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, any other areas that like, I guess like, yeah, any other areas that you're seeing like popping up over and over again with, with body image? Yeah. So pictures is definitely one. Oh, I had another one. Oh, comparing yourself, um, comparing yourself to other people. And that like comes through in intuitive eating too, like comparing your food to other people. Um, and, and also in the sense of like, okay, I'm noting my, noticing myself, compare myself to strangers. And I'm also noticing myself, compare myself to people that are in my inner circle and, and both of them happen, but it's also like a totally different, like, how do we approach this kind of thing? Um, because I definitely, I will be the first to admit. And when when people are like, Oh, I don't judge anyone. I'm like, are you human? Because like (laughs) we all do it. Um, but I remember when I was so deep in diet culture, I was very judgy, not just about food and body, but just like everything, because it was about, achievement. Um, and so I I will be the first to admit that like I was a judger. And so when I started on this journey, one of the things that was really helpful for me, like a quick reframe that helped me just start to see things differently was, wow, I literally know nothing about that person. Like if it's a stranger, right? If you're comparing yourself to a stranger, whether it be, you know, positive quote unquote or negative quote unquote, um, is that I, I don't know anything about them. I know nothing about their struggles. I know nothing about their life, their successes, what's important to them. I literally know nothing about them. Yeah. Um, and so that was really helpful. And then when it comes to when you're comparing yourself to people in your inner circle, um, this is one big thing that I do with, with my clients. And I talk about it on my Instagram all the time as well is starting to redefine some like important things in our lives. So things like success, beauty, happiness, health. So what were our old definitions and what 
do we want to move forward with? What do we want to choose moving forward? Because really those definitions are the belief systems that we adopted from what was being modeled around us as children. That's what happens as, as a human, right? Like that's how you learn is you take on what you see being modeled around you. But now as an adult, you can reassess because the chances are is that these belief systems that you've created, these definitions that you've created are no longer working for you. <laughs> so now you get to choose, which is really cool and powerful. So when it comes to, I'm comparing myself to people in my inner circle, Mm -hmm. I have people just kind of self-check, like, am I comparing in my old definitions or am I comparing in my new definitions? Because I can guarantee you in your new definitions, there's a whole lot more space for compassion and curiosity than in your old definition. Um, so that, that's kind of one thing that I see a ton is that comparison piece, both with strangers and also your inner circle. Yeah, that's so helpful. Um, I, yeah, definitely feel like I hear those things all the time. I'm also curious, like, I guess, like, about um, just, like, some, I mean, you've already shared a bit here about, like, how you approach some of the stuff, but, like, for the person listening that's, like, I just want some, like, tangible things to do to, like, work on my body image right now, do you have any, like, suggestions there? Yeah, for sure. Yes, I absolutely do, because <laughs> I love tangible things. I think especially <laughs> people coming from diet culture, like, we like a little bit of structure and the way that I like to approach it is like I have a really flexible structure which means you can take what feels good and leave what doesn't and also kind of like flex and flow through things but I love I love a little bit of structure in my life for sure mm -hmm. um, so some tangible things one of my absolute favorite things to do is have people get really clear on what their values are in life and so a really easy way to do this is literally just Google values list. My favorite values list is from Brene Brown. So if you want, you can search Brene Brown values list and it's a PDF that will pop up. And then from that list, look over that list and just like circle the ones that resonate with you. And what you're going to find is like, there's going to be like 20 words that resonate with you. Mm -hmm. We're not done yet because 20 words is way too much to like check in with on a daily basis. So I want you to narrow it down to those like, 10 to 20 words that really feel like they resonate with you. And then I want you to go over that list now. And maybe there'll be some ones that like really resonate very deeply with you that you're like, I could not give this up. Like I could not let go of this value. It's too important to me. Mm -hmm. um, or a certain word or value that kind of encompasses some other things. Like for me, um, the word wholeheartedness um, encompasses things like compassion and vulnerability. And all of those things are values of mine, but wholeheartedness really kind of like encompasses all of them. So then the challenge here is to narrow it down to your top two or three values. Um, and the reason we want to narrow it down to your top two or three is so that as you're going through your day, mm -hmm. you can check in. Am, am I making this decision in alignment with this value? Am I living in alignment with this value right now? And you'll also notice that vanity and how your body size looks is not going to make it into the top 10. It's just not. Yeah. Um, if it does, okay, that's fine. But know that like other things, are, you're, you're putting that as more important than other things. And if that's your decision, cool. But my guess is that it's not going to be in your top two to three, and it's probably not even going to be in your top 10 or 20. Um, so it's just a good exercise to realize, oh, I value these things so much more and I'm putting how I look and body size and my external 
physical appearance above these things in my life. I'm investing more time and energy into that than my values. And then from there, you want to ask yourself, okay, how can I invest more time into vulnerability? How can I invest more time into authenticity? Um, so really just asking yourself those questions of what's important to me and how can I elevate that in my life? So that's one of my absolute favorite tools. It's like so simple that I'm always like, why wasn't this an activity that we did in high school like every year? Like it's just like such a simple life thing. And the cool thing about this too is you can revisit it and your values can shift over time. Um, and it's a, an, an activity that takes like five to 10 minutes. Um, yeah. Another really good tangible one is the one that I already mentioned of redefining things. Um, so I always have clients redefine these four things and that's um, health, beauty, success, and happiness. Um, and so getting curious and clear on like, okay, what did I think the definition of this was before? Mm -hmm. And what feels better? Like what feels like what I want to grow into? Um, and just getting clear on like, oh, this is the old narrative. This is what I'm choosing moving forward. And it's not like a light switch, of course, like you're not going to be like, oh, everything is fixed now. <laughs> but it's, it's an opportunity for you to see again, what you want to grow into and little by little start choosing more things that are in alignment with those new definitions. So I would say those are probably in that I can describe in a podcast yeah. my two favorite tangible tools that like people can literally pause this podcast and go do that right now in like five to 10 minutes. So those are some of my favorites. I love those. And I feel like it, with both of those, but like the values one, like it honestly, it just sounds fun. Like it sounds like a, a cool, like fun thing to do, which is like, I don't know. That's just awesome. And it also like, as you're talking a lot about this body image work that you're doing with your clients, like it just makes me think of how much of this body image work is about this, like, de again, deeper layer, right? Like we're not hanging out in this area of like what your body looks like even for very long because there's so much beneath that. Right. Um, and I feel like that's not, most people don't know that. So that's really cool. Yeah. And I think too, it's just like, so many people educate themselves on Instagram, which I'm all for, obviously I'm doing my best to educate on Instagram, but there's only so much stuff that you can actually address on Instagram. Um, and the, those deeper layers is it's just so much more complex. I can't write an Instagram post about it. You know, I do the best I can. I have free resources that do the best they can. Um, but ultimately if, if you're ready to dive deep, like taking time and space, whatever that looks like for you, um, whether it's hiring a coach or going to therapy or having a friend to explore this with, like you have to get to those deeper layers and, and give yourself some time and space to really explore them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So Molly, I would love for you to just kind of like speak to the person who's listening to this podcast and like feeling like you're touching on all the things and they're like, they really want to do more work here, but they're kind of, maybe they're overwhelmed by it. Like what, what piece of advice could you give to that person right now? Yeah. If you're overwhelmed, you're doing it right for sure. <laughs> because if you think about it, like those definitions that I just talked about, you have been operating from those old definitions your entire life. So your brain is just your brain is hardwired for efficiency. So it's like, these are the de definitions that we've been operating from. And now you're adding in new ones and it feels so chaotic in your brain because your brain is literally like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like what, why we were, we were fine here, right? Your brain doesn't know that you're not fine. Right. Yes. <laughs> so 
if you feel like this feels overwhelming and a little bit chaotic right now, and you have what we like to call monkey brain, where like you can't stop thinking about all of the things, you're doing it right. Keep going. Um, it absolutely gets better. I remember the monkey brain phase so clearly, um, like it was yesterday, even though it, it, it took a while. Um, but when you give yourself that time and space to kind of both, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intentionally, like working through some of it, but also just allowing the time and space to kind of help you work it out as well. Um, keep going. It's so worth it. Like this work has changed so many areas of my life. And that's the cool thing about the layers. Like we talked about is like, yes, I healed my relationship to food. And then it was like, okay, here's body image. Let's work on that. And then it was like, okay, here's relationships. Let's work on that. Okay. Here's career and money gremlins and all this. So let's work on that. And the cool thing is like, if, if, someone had told me years ago when I started this journey that like, there's not some place that you arrive, right? Like you're not going to get to some place and be like, Oh, I'm, d I'm done doing the work. Here we are. <laughs> if someone had told me that I would have been like, well, what's the point? I'm just going to be doing this work for the rest of my life. Like that sounds exhausting, but I promise you, you'll get to a point where you're like, Oh my gosh, the point is that I get to do this work for the rest of my life. And I get to continue to to discover new layers and that's how I get to grow and expand in the world. Like, yeah. whew, it's so cool. <laughs> um, so keep going. Um, this, like, I feel like intuitive eating for me and so many people is a true portal into expansion for the rest of your life because obsession around food is so low on like the, um, not low, it's like so basic on the level of needs, right? Like if we don't have our food figured out and our body feels stressed and chaotic about that, we cannot elevate up that hierarchy of needs that Maslow created, right? Um, mm -hmm. So really healing our relationship to food is truly a portal that allows us to start to elevate to those next levels of really feeling a sense of belonging, really feeling a deep sense of connection with yourself and with loved ones, um, really finding a deep purpose and meaning in your life. Like it's just, I get so excited about it because it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely been my experience too. So yeah, yeah. for those listening, like that's, that's, the real deal. Yeah. Um, so Molly, I would love for you to share, you know, where people can find you, what resources you have, what do you have going on where, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I hang out on Instagram the most. That's like my biggest main platform. So if you want to learn from me there and also see videos and pictures of my dogs and, you know, just other random things about my life, um, Instagram is definitely the place to do it. Um, you can also find some resources on my website. I have a free 21 day journal guide that I love and it's just full of these questions to help you start kind of unraveling some things, peeling back some layers. Um, I remember when I did my first like journal prompt thing and I learned so much about myself. So I wanted to create one that was more geared towards food and body. Um, so I have that free 21 day journal. That's really helpful. Um, I also have a low cost $20 guide to accepting your body as it changes with intuitive eating. Cause that's another huge one that I see is that 
oh my gosh, food freedom feels so good, but now my body is changing and like, what do I do? Um, so I created a guide that is full of like guided meditations and questions and activities and tangible things um, all in, in one spot. So you can find those things. You can find them out through my Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me the most for sure. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, that is a wrap on episode 75. If you want to hear more from Molly, find her on Instagram at mollykatewellness or go to her website, mollykatewellness.com. And if you are interested in that where to get started with intuitive eating masterclass that I'm holding on March 17th, go to the link in my bio on Instagram, which is at the intuitive underscore RD and click the masterclass registration. You will be all set. If you'd like the recording of the masterclass because you can't make it live, just let me know. You can send me a message or an email and I will make sure to send that your way. All right, guys, I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon.